Welcome to the Starry Night Effect. I'm Brendan. And I'm Jen. On this podcast, we'll be chatting about all things Williams Syndrome. Ups and downs, and what it's like living with Williams Syndrome. We're excited to share our community with you. Thanks for being here. Brendan. Hey Joel, how are you? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um Hey Brendan or hey Marty. Yeah, hey Marty. Oh. Yeah, let's get right into it. Let's jump right into it. Let's uh, get right into Brendan, there, buds. Let's Brendan, go. uh, if you are listening to us on the podcast, happy Halloween. Happy we Halloween, you... everyone. Woo-hoo. Happy Halloween. Woo-hoo. So Brendan, uh Brendan, of course, is uh iconically dressed as um Marty the one and only. Jen. Hi, for those of you who are listening, um, Jeremy, uh, Jen is, uh, we cannot see Jennifer's face. She is uh, covered in uh, white, uh, looks like meshy, lacy uh, material with two eyes and a mouth on it. Um, Brendan, uh, I mean, I, I want to say like ghost or specter or something, but I have a feeling it's not that. What do you what do you think Jen is dressed as? Ooh. I, I'm str- I, I was going to go with like, is she a scrubbing bubble like from the uh, those commercials, the scrubbing bubble commercials? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not that. No, not uh, that. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say ghost. <laughs> you guys uh, would both be correct. I'm a ghost. So true story, you can't see it, but this actually was a costume that my daughter wore. And this part was like the dress part. So she has like a little bodice that's like, because <laughs> I'm such, she was so little, um, that this was the dress part. And then there was like a part here. And so it's like a ghost. Um, but I feel like that I could go a lot of different directions with this. Let me tell you yeah. what I'm thinking. I think you could be a ghost. Mm-hmm. I think you could be a cloud. Oh, yeah. Scrubbing yeah. bubble is a good one. I also thought I could be Jerry Garcia. <laughs> like if these were sunglasses. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, 100%. I, could be a, I could be a cloud guy. I could be those like, you know, when you, have you seen those like bubble people affirmation things? It's like Miss Advocate or Miss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I could be one of those two. They're endless. Their options are endless. And the reality is that I went down to my basement and I was like, I just got done working out. I have no time to put on anything. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to put this on my face and go with it. There so you go. You rocked it. Beautiful. I think if, if I was like, if this was all you saw, maybe if I like hunched down. <laughs> oh, yes. now I look like a face. Now I look like an old, like a weird old guy with like a tongue hanging out. See? I- <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I, I, I would still say, I, I mean, I really like the idea of a cloud that you're some sort of, or or that you're some sort of a mist apparition. It could be a mist apparition. We were just yeah. talking about apparitions today on the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I saw um, the old house. Yep. With it. And, and, and you had our guests riveted they hung on your every word and it was awesome um so i'm excited for people to see that uh, uh real quick i of course am uh dressed as an alien dilophosaurus uh so not yeah slash well if i and then and then when he 
he's a scholar if he puts his scholar uh i'm a professor i'm professor dilo Fosaurus from the planet uh spielberg oh that's good i love yeah. it oh um we yeah. have fun time on this podcast we we had a couple guests um who are from the williams syndrome community and you guys like you guys are really into halloween i i, I underestimated your Halloween love. Yeah, Julie yeah. and Julie and Megan are, are, are great and awesome people. Yeah, it was a good time. And then we get into a little bit of uh, of some of the common myths and misconceptions, not just about Halloween, right. but we also get into some of the uh, stuff uh, about Williams Syndrome, stuff yeah. that is often said about Williams Syndrome. And, and this will probably be the first of many uh, myth-busting segments. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'd love to hear people like it. We had fun. I had fun doing this because I absolutely, can't see, so absolutely. Boom, boom. Uh, um, all right. Well, let's jump right in. Let's get to it. Uh, all right. Do this. Let's go. See you on the flippy flop, everybody. Bye, Joy. Oh. Hey, Megan. Hey, Julie. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. For those who don't know who you guys are, um, tell uh, everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Julie. I live in Pennsylvania. I am 36 years old. I just do whatever I need to for the Williams Syndrome Association, you know? Help people out when they need it and be a friend, you know? Hi, Megan. Um, I am 34. I live in Minnesota. That's awesome. So are you guys Halloween enthusiasts? Do you like yes. to dress up? I highly love Halloween all year long. <laughs> That's so fun. Same. So you like it's, scary, kind of more scary stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I like horror stuff. Okay, okay. I like, love watching horror movies. I love going to family gatherings for Halloween. I don't go to the haunted attractions because it scares me. I don't like when people are up in my face, you know, like understandable. Too scary. Yeah. Totally makes sense. I don't like I don't like haunted houses either. So if they want to go to a haunted house, I have to send them with their friends. Could send them to my old house. Right. I know. <laughs> you you kind of like spooky, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I believe that I lived in a haunted house for a number of years and I believe in the paranormal i do um, too i love the yeah. paranormal me uh, too that's awesome yeah it's i've had some pretty crazy experiences over the years and it's been very very interesting how what your how, or how old was your house that you lived in that what you thought was haunted first part of our house was built in the 1700s okay wow part, part of it was built in 1850 and the rest in 1980 so there's a lot of history with that house yeah there we found an actual uh letter like from way back in the day from a, a woman who had written a letter to a loved one who had gone out to the civil war and never came back and we we have it framed and everything Whoa, that's cool. What kind of yeah. stuff did you like experience there? What didn't I experience is the actual question. I I saw everything from orbs to full body apparitions to having 
the temperature change 10 degrees in one room um just seeing shadows in the corners that know. is crazy yeah i mean i i even have recordings like evps like class a evps um there's some photos um i mean plus that wasn't the only house i had experiences in i had experiences in like five other houses in total including my house yeah um so it's like halloween your jam or not because of all those experiences no it is it's just i think i was very open to it Mm -hmm. back then and now i'm more careful of like not Mm -hmm. opening myself up too much because I would have dreams and things would happen in my dreams which would correlate to the house that I was living in and it it got pretty crazy and pretty serious the point that I had an attachment and an attachment what a paranormal you know ghost attached itself to me oh yeah, so I'm. I had a spirit pass through me one time, and did did you get any help for it? Like, did did you get any help? Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to bring attention to the whole situation, yeah. you know, because I I just I didn't want to be looked at as someone that was quote unquote crazy because. But you know, you're not. No, I I know I'm not. But I'm saying other people would be like, oh, he's crazy. There's ghosts in this house. And then people will come to the house and have experiences and be like, oh, okay, this is real. Yeah. So that would just, you know, so, but eventually I learned to just like be more careful of like Mm -hmm. how much I let come into my life and just like things happen here every once in a while too but it's nothing compared to what I would see. Like, I would see full-bodied apparitions come out of my closet with the lights on in my room. Wow. Now, did your family, were they living with there with you at the time? Did they have those similar experiences or just you? Um, um It was mixed, I right. would say. You know, I would get the brunt of it, I would say. You know, my mom blocks it out. My dad, somewhat of a skeptic. Um, so it's it's difficult to have a conversation with him. So I just generally don't. But I've had other family members have experiences and have beliefs and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm I'm a huge horror movie fan. Um, okay. um yeah. Heart, you know, Halloween is great. Um, horror movies are awesome. What's your favorite movie? Well, it depends on the genre of okay. uh, of horror movies. You know, I mean, I know people people have their own opinions about horror movies. Not everyone likes horror movies, and that's okay. Yes. Um, but probably it all depends on the genre. For like werewolf movies, I love an American Werewolf in London, like. That's a classic movie. Uh, the the first Howling. That's a classic movie. Um, vampires. The Lost Boys. 
Yes. Lost Boys. Um, the, it, it could, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, the Thing. That is one of my favorite movies. Yep. The Thing. Um, it all depends on the genre and the decade of horror movies, too, because, like, I think back in the 80s, some of the best horror movies were mm-hmm. made. Like the original The Lost Boys, not like the remake or the thing, the the remake of the thing was cool, but not as great as the original. I always say nothing is greater greater than the original when it comes to horror movies. Yeah. Or any movie in general. Yeah. How about you ladies? What are your favorite Halloween movies? I love um, the Poltergeist. I love Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead 2. I love Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. You guys are all That's, scary. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Poltergeist. Oh my goodness. Uh, With me, the scary movies and the hung attractions don't scare me at all. They don't, I don't scare jump. you. I and don't I love, get scared. I, I also love like the comedic horror movies, like when they make spoofs of other movies. Like, have you ever watched Army of Darkness? Yes. Um, oh, that's a good one. A Haunted House was just on in a Haunted House too, where they made fun of like Paranormal Activity and Annabelle. Yeah, yeah that those make me crack up so much. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, spoofs are great too. Oh my gosh, I'm. You guys, I'm such a weenie. I'm a weenie. I think that's I've done <laughs> a lot better than you guys. Um, that's okay. And I think like that when I was younger, I really liked scary movies. But as I got older, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't like that. So now I like literally the only movie I, I will watch like Beetlejuice. That's it. Yep. <laughs> How about Hocus Pocus? I watch Hocus Pocus sometimes too. Yeah. And yeah. I love that movie. Like I, and I'm definitely, since I have younger kids, like that's the kind of range that we're in, but I'm like, I think I'm going to stay in that lane. Yeah. I want to sleep at night. I think the scariest movie, Daylights Out of Me, was the original Exorcist, because I watched it when I was nine, by myself, in the dark, all by myself. Worst idea ever. (laughs) (laughs) Scared me for months and months on end but of course now i've seen every single exorcist except for the new one which i have i just saw that this weekend and it was amazing it just came out on demand so you can rent or buy it so that's what i might do and the movie just came out so you can watch it too um so i might do that but um yeah the original exorcist like i thought people you know things were coming after me because i was that young and just i would hear things and see things and i just didn't know you know yeah but now that i'm much older i'm like oh it's just a horror movie it's just special effects it's just computer generated imagery it's you know all this and that you know so it doesn't doesn't scare me not to say that it scares other people you know because it does and that's okay too you know yeah you know it's based on a true story though yeah no oh i know Mm mm-hmm oh freddy krueger um was the one that scared me when i was little yes i would always have to sleep with the tv on yep because i always thought he was gonna come get me in my dreams yeah (laughs) I've had, you know, getting back to not to 
you know, retract from where we are right now. But yeah, dreams, they severely affected me when I lived in my old house. I can say that. Did, did it ever get dangerous? It got to the point where I would have dreams where I would be in a candlelit house, nobody there, and the closet would, in the room that I was in, would open by itself. And then I would start getting sucked into the closet in my dream and getting attacked. That's how bad it was getting. Um, oh, was God. anything demonic? I, I've had a few experiences with that. I can say. Uh, oh, be careful. Yeah, that's that's why I said I'm more careful now. Yeah, it's, that's really, really scary. It's very, very scary. Like, I have EVPs and... You don't want to... Electronic yes. voice phenomenon. So, okay. say you're in a room and asking questions, but you don't hear anything, and you have a, record a voice recorder with you, you'll hear the voices on the playback from the voice recorder. What? Yeah. Yeah, and there's like also a EMF detector that that detects the electric uh, magnetic fields. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. that's bananas. Well, it, in your it's like, bananas. <laughs> it sure is. You're in an area where there's like a lot of history, um, and you're kind of close to like Salem, right? Which is like I've heard a super cool town to go to. Dude, yeah. I love Salem. I've been there three times in my life, and let me just tell you. There is the energy down there is is like crazy. I love okay. it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've heard like some crazy fun stuff about it. Like what is it like? It's it's an experience. Um I went to Salem um let's see 2019. Um and it was right around Halloween and we actually went uh, it was me and my mom, Julie Cummings, and her mom, and we took the train up from Boston to Salem, and we actually went into a haunted restaurant and had uh, dinner or lunch there. I'm trying to remember. But yeah, it was uh, called Rockefellers, and it was featured on uh, one of the paranormal shows with uh, Jack Osborne and Katrina Weidman, who are both, you know, Jack Osborne is Ozzy Osborne's son, who's, uh, he's a paranormal investigator, and Katrina Weidman, and, like, the whole Ghost Hunters crew was there. Um, yeah, it was featured on a Halloween special. So we went there, and I didn't have any experiences at that time, but it's not to say haunt. Salem is a, not a haunted town because it most certainly is. I mean, if you look at the history with like this, the witch trials and yep. everything else that happened in that town and like the real truth, it's, it's eerie. It's real eerie. Okay. Okay. So you guys are all like super into Halloween. That's super cool. Um, okay. I, I think there are some people who are just more like, open to that energy and i listened to yeah. several um people talk that are like um like mediums or yes know, people speak through them and i'm always so fascinated by it because yeah. i i can't imagine going out to the in well i already am so sensitive to other people's like feelings and emotions to be able to yeah. go out into the world and have like that plus 
right? Like there's yeah. people that are alive mm-hmm. and then there's people that are not uh, and getting bombarded with messages. I could, I, that would be really hard um, to manage throughout a day. So I think like it's, I always have such appreciation for the work that like people do when they're like highly in tune with their spiritual side. Yeah. Especially like people like Chip Coffee, Michelle Belanger. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Warrens, the Ed and Lorraine Warren. My, I have family oh. that actually knew the Warrens before. Nah. They, yeah, before mm-hmm. they, they passed, and um, because we live in Connecticut, I live in Connecticut, so they um, and I, my family lives in Connecticut, obviously, and they knew the Warrens, and the uh, for those who don't know, the Warrens were some of the best paranormal investigators and uh, demonologists in the world, which inspired the whole Conjuring movie series and the Annabelle movie series. And And they were the pioneers of those. They really were. Yeah, they really, really were. Yeah, I've seen all the Conjuring movies. I've seen all the Annabelle movies. And I just saw The Nun 2 not that long ago. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, the Conjuring movies were based on true events like you know from things you know from like the newest the devil made me do it which was based off a real event that happened um you know to the first conjuring you know it it's crazy to think that things like that are out there and can truly affect people if they're not careful Mm -hmm. it is it's um there's so many different directions you can go with like the movie stuff Let's talk about my most favorite part of Halloween, which is the candy. Mm, yes. Favorite candy. Mm. Reese's. Definitely Reese's. Hands down Reese's all day, every day. So, yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> M&M. M&M's. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. So you like peanut M&M's or regular M&M's? Or do you go like almond or crunchy? I like both. I like the I peanut, like peanut butter M&M's. And chocolate. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I used to work for Hershey uh, when I first started out of college. And it was such a fun time, you guys. Like I, I used to work in the store. So I build all those big Halloween displays that you see like when you go into the grocery store or Walmart. Wow. Walmart. Awesome. And, I was really fit during that time because I like moved so much candy, but like Reese's and Snickers usually trade between like the top spot. Like you're either a Reese's person or a Snickers person. Very often, very seldom are you both. I um, am team Snickers. Okay. Um, So conversely, what's your worst? Like what's the candy that you hate? Like if you get it in your bucket, you're like, gross i hate licorice oh Ooh, black licorice or, or even red i hate both i can't stand it okay okay yeah red licorice is an acquired taste um black sure. licorice for me hands down is like the epitome of like the worst candy out there i said what i said black licorice okay People don't like candy corn either, but I love candy corn. Does anybody go out out into like the neighborhoods to see Halloween decorations? Yes. 
I do too. I I was just out yesterday, and there was this Halloween display that was amazing. Yeah, there. What did you like about it? Oh, I hear somebody. My dog hears someone. That is my dog, Skylar. Hi, Skylar. So what, okay, babies. What's the decoration? Like, what are your favorite decorations? More gory or more like, um, like elaborate? I love going all out. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're not very good decorators at our house. My my husband says we need to step it up, um, but I just I can't. I don't know what that means. Right now, we have three skeletons in our in our house that are supposed to be used for decorations but halloween is tomorrow and like they're just like laying dispersed all over my house so i think they're gonna become something later tbd yeah why why is it do you think that people with williams syndrome are attracted to halloween and and why you know because what, we're what? empathic we can we can feel mm -hmm. things we can understand it you know and yeah. other people don't understand that that we can do that, but it's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, we are very sensitive and very open. Yes. Very unjudgmental and very accepting of things. We like to take risks. Like, <laughs> yes, we do. Yep. Going to a hay ride where they can touch you. Yeah. I've been on, I've, when I lived in Massachusetts, I went on a haunted hay ride. And uh, it was it was crazy. They throw you know they would ride into the barn and then Slipknot would be playing and then these guys with masks would come out with real chainsaws without the blades on and like start hitting the the thing and I was like I'd oh, be wait. totally frightened. Oh, but... I it didn't scare me honestly. I was like oh okay haha very funny. <laughs> yeah. But, I also wonder yeah. like um, at least I see it with my daughter Stella like her emotions like she feels things like she is empathic right like she feels things but she also feels mm -hmm. them so intensely so like i i don't know if you guys are the same like when she's happy she's really happy and when she's sad she's really sad and when she's angry she's really angry or if she's i get that way because like oh. you think that's like a similar thing yeah because like yeah. when i'm angry i'll let you know yeah yes yeah like if my I don't have an off switch when it comes to getting angry like it unfortunately like it takes me like a really long time for me to like calm down but it also takes me takes a lot for me to get angry yes. I usually I'm usually very calm cool and collective but I'm a Leo and you're, you're just like big big emotions anyway yeah and my face will say it i'll say it like without hesitation i don't really care at that point in time everything just goes out the window and yeah usually it's funny sometimes say you know if i'm honest people are like oh you're being mean but i'm not i'm being honest honest and mean are two completely different things and my, if I don't like something, I don't like something, you, you know. hear it? You hear it? Yeah. Yes, yes. I do. It's coming from somewhere. It's coming from somewhere. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like, see, it's spooky. You're talking. And then it's like the music. I can hear it getting. <laughs> I'm a fiery person when it yes. comes to certain things. Yes, you are. True. <laughs> yes. Oh, now uh -huh. I hear Monster Match. So it is coming from somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got music on. It's, well, it's almost like a producer is in the background doing stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, Joel. Well, Megan, uh, Julie, we are so happy that you guys could join us uh, yes. and, and talk about Halloween. We thank you both so very, very much. Um, and have a uh, spooktacular Halloween. And thank you for having me. Bye. Happy Halloween. Bye, Halloween. Super cute. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's awesome. Thanks, ladies. You're welcome. Anytime. Bye. 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 Thanks, Pennsylvania. Tweets. <laughs> well, uh, hey, gang, that was uh, that was an awesome conversation. Yeah, it was great. With, uh, it was awesome. So glad that they could come and join us. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was really fun. So we thought, uh, so we had talked, um, dear listeners, we had talked about, uh, you know, what we were going to do for this second part. And um, and our intrepid hosts had this great idea of maybe we should talk a little bit about talk a little bit about Halloween and talk a little bit about Williams syndrome and some of the spooky, scary myths that surround him. Cue the cue the sound. Busted. We're gonna bust some myths. Busting some myths. Bust some myths. All right. First up, uh, Williams syndrome. Let's talk about uh, all people with Williams syndrome are musically gifted. Um, what What do you guys? I mean, we know that Brendan. You know, Brendan's a drummer and plays all sorts of instruments. I can say that not all people with Williams syndrome are musically gifted. I I know a few people like music but don't play uh, musical instruments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Is it is it musically minded then? Do you think like because um, I think what I had heard about this music piece is that way back in the day that as they were kind of publishing stuff about Williams syndrome, there was somebody did he run a camp at the time who had a kid with Williams syndrome? This is the story. I remember, I don't know if it's true or not. Basically, had a person with Williams syndrome who was musical and through part of the studies they realized that music was a component of Williams syndrome but I, I agree with you I think it's see I just knocked over my phone because I'm trying to do this you guys when you have a big thing on your face it's really hard to do stuff um but I know it's like more musically minded right like I don't yeah. know like do every person I've met who has Williams syndrome likes music yeah. but I agree with you not all of them play music Right. Not Vander, everyone played. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt University did a big study. Okay. Like, you know, the comparison of people with Williams syndrome playing music versus not. And they okay. did, you know, they did um, MRIs where they would play music while you're in the MRI machine and different parts of the brain would light up like a Christmas tree. Okay. And, it, you know, studies like that and all that. That was on that. On that Scientific Frontiers uh, that was done years ago with Alan Alda, that was on uh, PBS. Mm. Uh, I, I believe there's a segment of that where they're where they have um, probably someone we know, probably someone we know now who's like an adult, but at the time they were much younger, yeah. uh, hooked up to you know a, a thing on their on their head that was monitoring yeah. their. Uh, they, they weren't like in an MRI, but they had something on their head that was you know monitoring a the fishnet brain. thingy. Yeah, yeah. I did and, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's probably, yeah, I should, I, I, I have that, um, I have that recorded and soon it will be available on the Williams Syndrome website. Um, 
but uh it would be it would be cool to, to see all of the people that are in that who are probably all uh grown up now um i do you know and i do sort of i i sort of wonder if you know yeah that element of it if you can say like we that that will music for people with williams syndrome it's something like they they like they feel it different or they process the music different and and in a more it's hard it's hard to like put a a quantifier on it like they they feel it more intensely um you know but because that's you can't really quantify intense intensity yeah but it doesn't like the love for it doesn't always equal like the aptitude or ability for it right so like some people do play like uh, and actually a lot of people with Williams syndrome do play music but you know more so it seems like there's that musical um connection than it is like gifting per se so that's our myth bust first one all right first one we can consider that myth yeah all right (laughs) all right uh since jen let's go to halloween now since jen uh brought this up in uh the conversation that we had uh in the last segment trick-or-treating trick-or-treating the myth is that trick-or-treating uh originated only recently in the united states is that uh, that that's that's the myth can we prove that it's false i don't know i don't know the answer to this i want to say that it's it probably started somewhere else I, yes. I would say it would probably started somewhere else years ago. Would you believe if I told you that it started around 1000 A.C.E. in England? Wow. Yeah. Uh, a practice called souling. So mm-hmm. as as an S.O.U.L. souling right. emerged. Right. Poor families would travel door to door to wealthier families' homes to receive soul cakes. Pastries offered in exchange for prayers for the soul of the homeowners' departed relatives. And eventually, souling became an activity for children. Now we give souls via candy. That's very interesting. Yep, yep. Kind of creepy. Okay, okay. Yeah, I uh yeah, I think um so that's uh that is the origins of trick or treating. So people who think that trick or treating uh is just like an American thing, you can consider that myth. Busted. You guys like my hand movements? I love love the hand movements. <laughs> so the, the what are the two most the two prominent colors in Halloween decorations? are orange and black right yeah so the orange stands for harvest the color black signifies death do we think that's a myth or do we think that's true what do you think brendan i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that it's <gasps> he's going to say it's, it's you think it's a myth and mm-hmm. brendan thinks it's true uh well brendan brendan is true uh, it is true. Black uh, is signifies death, and the or- orange does stand for harvest. Um, Halloween being something of a harvest festival. Uh, so can't really consider this one busted. That one is correct. Yay! 
Um, this one. Okay, let's talk about uh, Williams syndrome and math. People with Williams syndrome can't do math or count money. And let's even let's uh, spread that out and say like Williams syndrome people cannot be in a general ed classroom uh, mm -hmm. because of their uh, their learning challenges. I get fired up about this one. You guys. Yeah. Let's let's get Jen all somebody, fired up. Somebody just posted. They like went to a. They actually went, I think, to a Williams syndrome clinic and the person who was like reading their stuff to them basically said like, um, well, like your kid's never going to be able to like, if Sally had two apples and Jack had, you know, three apples, how many apples do, do they have together? He was like, yeah, she'll never be able to answer that question. So you need to work on my skills. That is just a recent thing that happened to one of our Williams syndrome community members just this last week. And she posted about it on Instagram. And I like immediately responded. And I said, like, I think life skills are important. Don't get me wrong. Like that's important. But like my daughter Stella is in seventh grade gen ed math and she is doing the work. It may not look like the traditional kid does it, but like she is doing it. And um, yeah. it just fires me up when people say like that our kids can't do this stuff because they can when they have the right resources in place, when they have the right accommodations in place, when they have the right support in place. So that is definitely a myth that I wanna bust here and now because our kids can do the things um, yes. Tools. Math for me, I'm I'm good at math. Like You're I good got, at math, right? Yeah, I got up to pre-algebra in uh, high school, um, and I'm very good at you know counting my money and you know counting, and, you know figuring things out in my head and yeah. So I'd say that's See? busted. That is busted. Yeah, it is busted. Right, boom. Uh, and and this is for Stella. Doing the work, doing the doing work. The thing. Definitely and, hates the work, but is doing the work. Yep, hates the work, but does it. <laughs> yep. yep. You know what? That's a good life lesson to learn. <laughs> Sometimes right? you just got to do all that stuff that. Uh, I was like, isn't that a life skill, right? Like, you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. Like, mm -hmm. life skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's go back to uh, Halloween. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Irish, before pumpkins came into popularity, jack-o'-lanterns were carved out of potatoes and turnips. I believe this. I think this is a true. Do we, do we think that that, what do you think, Brendan, is a true? Well, or I am 50% Irish. I would, I would say I, I agree. I, I, hey! I I, I believe that I'm going to make up a, a jack-o'-lantern out of a turnip. Oh, I'm gonna, I, we're going to make it out of a potato. Uh, that, Aye. of course, is... That one is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, the... Uh, so, obviously, yeah, potatoes didn't come into fashion until much later. And Irish, uh, you know, you use what you have. Here's yep. here's the fun thing. Jack-o'-lantern, do we think... Uh, jack-o'-lantern um is a real person or is it just like a fun myth that a fun myth that we're busted 
No, uh, or is it, was it, is it like a kid's story or just a, uh, uh, you know, a, a thing that came about for for Halloween? Or is it a, is it a true story? Jack, like, is he a killer? Was he like a person that like murdered like, people? Like about Crane, are we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Headless Horseman. Ah, I, hmm. What do you think? You think it's uh, true? You think that that is uh, that that it's a real, hmm. a real uh, based on a based on a true story ripped from today's headlines? I think I even have that somewhere. Uh, Jen, do why we... don't you go first on this one? Okay, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say I think it's false. You think it's false? You think it's just a, like a story? Brandon, do you think it's based on the incredible true story? Oh. I might be shooting myself in my own foot, but I don't know. I, off my gut feeling, I gotta say it might be true. You think it might be true? Well, Brendan, <laughs> Brendan got it right. It is absolutely true. It's true-ish. It's true-ish. It's it's a legend, so you're kind of both right. Um, a 17th century Irish legend, Stingy Jack, was a cranky old man who tricked the devil into doing a number of things. When Jack died as punishment for his trickery, the devil sent him into the night with only a burning coal, which Jack put into a carved-out turnip to light his path. He has been roaming the earth ever since. The Irish called the ghost... Jack of the Lantern or Jack O'Lantern. So... Your sound effects are really making this um this segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um <clears throat> all right i think we have time for like one more uh one more, one more. Myth. uh here we go um all people let's see all people with william syndrome um are super friendly mm, i'd say it's busted <laughs> yeah. yeah i have talked many of times my person is not so friendly in certain occasions she can mm. be my but... my favorite is how we how we describe her as she's spicy Spicy. There's yep. yeah. a spicy meatball. You know what I bet? I bet it's like totally unsubstantiated, but I bet there's more spicy Williams people. Like there's like, you know, like if you thought a hundred percent of people with Williams syndrome were social and super friendly, I bet that ratio is like, it's not just like one, you know, and a hundred. It's like probably, I guess I'm not myth busting a myth. I'm creating a myth. Um, <laughs> I would say like, Probably 25 to 30% of them are pretty spicy. I can agree to that. I would say that what I see from the people that are spicier is like, I think it's triggered by anxiety. Um, and so it's just, again, my myth that I'm creating, like that the people who really do struggle with more anxiety probably um, are more of the spicy personalities, but understanding I think we, it's all like a responsibility to understand like everybody's situation. And I think yeah. some people with Williams syndrome do have more anxiety than others. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not good or bad. It's just like what it is. I definitely think it's safe to say we have. That myth is. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Um, all righty. Um, Jen, Brendan, dear listener viewer uh we sure do love you um happy halloween or whatever you're celebrating enjoy be safe have fun be safe yeah get your yeah and brendan did it
<laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us. Until next time. Until next time. Been listening to the Starry Eyed Effect presented by the Williams Syndrome Association. The show is hosted by Jennifer Keaton and Brendan Lemieux and produced by me, Joel Listman. Theme song by Tommy Barbarella and Mariella Elm. Got a question for the show? Email us at podcast at williams-syndrome.org. Video version of the podcast available on the Williams Syndrome channel on YouTube. Review us on Apple Podcasts and maybe it will get featured on a future episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to The Starry-Eyed Effect wherever you get your podcast delights. Yeah.